Welcome back to the Evolve podcast. My name is Sasha Andrianova, and I am so, so deeply grateful for your presence here today. Today's episode is a little bit of a stream of consciousness. I have been having a lot of really amazing insights over the past week or so, and it's bringing me into a lot of clarity. So I have been seeing someone who I realized earlier on in our connection was pretty emotionally unavailable. And seeing this and seeing the path of the self-destruct that was going to occur in our dating capacity, I decided to immediately friend zone and ask him to be friends because I really liked the person that he was and I didn't want to lose him. But at the same time, I knew that us dating would not work out and I would lose him in my life. And so I asked him to be friends. And when asking him, I was really proud of the way I did it. I said, hey, being friends with you feels more aligned to me. Is that something you're open to? Instead of doing my usual thing of like, hey, I don't know, like maybe do you think being friends feels better? Like I was firm in my values. I was firm in what I wanted. And he said yes. And so we proceeded on with this muddled form of friendship mixed with having strong feelings for each other and a honestly pathetic <laughs> form of boundaries with how our feelings mixed into the friendship. And yet at the time, I was like, well, hey, I just want to be friends with this person and I can't date them, but I can keep them in my life. I was negotiating with the universe. I was negotiating with my dating life. I was negotiating with myself and in some ways continuing to perpetuate a pattern of falling for emotionally unavailable people and trying to get them to fall for me. Now, what spirit dropped into my meditation about a week ago around the full moon was that I'm not fooling anyone and I'm not fooling myself either by continuing to have feelings for him while being in this friendship and continuing to be in each other's lives to the capacity that we were. I was still subconsciously trying to get him to have feelings for me and to fall for me and transcend this whole, oh, we're just friends thing and get the outcome that I subconsciously wanted, which was a connection and some kind of affirmation of that from him. I was acting out of insecurity and trying to win, trying to win the game in a different way by not dating him, but being his friend and being in his life so much so that maybe one day he'd fall in love with me. What I realized is that there's no way to win this game. The only way to win is not to play, is not to continue to have my feelings for someone build who is not able to show up for and reciprocate them in a relationship. And by continuing to put myself in this situation, in being his quote-unquote friend, I was hurting myself and my own boundaries. I was disrespecting myself. And I was perpetuating my past patterns. And so when that came through in my meditation, it was one of those things that you see and you cannot unsee. You cannot unsee it because now I saw that every time I reached out to him or played this friend game, that I was just hurting myself and continuing to build emotional attachment with someone who was not for me. Because there is a difference between people that you connect with and people that you can actually build a relationship and partner with. You can 
really have a great time with a person. You can love the way you communicate. You can love the way you talk. You can love the way you spend time together. But can you truly be in a relationship with this person? And there's a difference between connecting with someone and then being the one. Whether the one you want to partner with, the one you want to be in a relationship with right now, the one you want to marry, there's a difference between people that you just connect with and people that you can actually build a relationship with. And so when I say he's not for me, absolutely, there was a human connection. We enjoy spending time together. We enjoy talking to one another. But I cannot build a partnership with him. I cannot date him. And why do I let myself get emotionally attached to someone that I do not see myself being able to build partnership with? And so again, recognizing this difference between the one and a connection in my life and realizing based on this specification, what level of access to me is appropriate? Where are my boundaries? What do I give? What do I receive? What kind of relationship feels good to me based on who this person is in my life? He's a wonderful person. He's on his own journey. He's figuring out his own life. But I do not have to be a martyr on that journey. Nor can I be his savior. I have tried to fix many people before. That is something I'm so clear I'm not doing now. It's funny because, yes, being friends was a great step in the right direction. But at the same time, it was still just another way to try to win and try to keep myself close to him. And the only way to win is to exit a scenario that's not serving you, to exit a scenario which is perpetuating patterns that hurt you, that hurt me. And so what I realized is that I need to break my emotional attachment. I needed to take distance from this person. And I started doing just that. I distanced myself and I noticed them start to panic. I noticed he started to text more and pull me back in, so to speak. I've been in way too many relationships like this. The highest highs, the lowest lows, they draw you in when you pull away and it's exhausting and it's unhealthy. Even in this pulling away, there was still a sense of attachment and still a sense of playing the game, right? The only way to win the game is not to play it, is to remove myself from the situation. But I was still there, still texting, all out of a feeling of guilt of like, I want to be there for this person. They're going through a hard time. I want to be there for him, but also try to honor my boundaries and try to honor that I need to emotionally distance and emotionally detach, do an energetic cord cutting from this person. But it still wasn't enough. It still wasn't enough. I was still having feelings for him. I was still sucked in. Sucked into being his friend, sucked into supporting him through a difficult time. And one of my friends gave me amazing advice. She said, Sasha, he will be okay. Even if you're not there for him, he'll be okay. I know you care about people. And I know that you care about him specifically. But even if he's going through a hard time and you're not there to have his back, he will end up being okay, just as he's been okay his entire adult life. You may be an empathetic person as I am, and you may care and want to help people, but ultimately they will be okay without your help. And you don't need to help anyone if it hurts you. I realized that I do not need to help him if it is detrimental and hurtful to me. And so finally, it reached a point where he crossed a boundary of mine. He crossed a boundary, absolute disrespect. And it took that for me to cut the cord. It took that for me to block his number. 
for me to commit to not unblocking, not waiting for an explanation, a response, an apology, or some kind of excuse for what he did. I know that by blocking his number, I will never know why he did what he did. I will never see whether or not he tries to text me, whether or not he tries to explain something to me, explain what happened, that he panicked, or that XYZ happened. I will never know. But I'm okay with that because I'm done playing the game. I am removing myself from this pattern. And by doing that, by doing what he did, he freed me because the universe made it abundantly clear that if I do not separate myself now, I am disrespecting myself. And I am saying that I want to continue playing in this game and in this narrative. If I left it open for him to try to text me, there is a good chance that I would be sucked back in to this narrative, sucked back in to an apology, to a friendship. Really, I'm sitting with, was this even a friendship? Or was it just a muddled, confusing connection, an energetic, emotional attachment, and a game? Yes, I'm really sad to be losing this person. But could I have even called it a friendship in the first place? I don't know that it ever was. Because I think to some degree we always wanted something from each other. And we were perpetuating one another's patterns of playing in this game. He, emotionally unavailable, continuing to suck someone in, get validation from me and myself, continue to perpetuate this pattern of trying to get emotionally unavailable people to commit to me. Can't do that anymore. And so when there's an opportunity to break the pattern and you notice it, you have to do it. You have to break your pattern because otherwise staying with it is disrespectful to yourself. And my hope is that by breaking my pattern, I might give him an opportunity to look at his. I genuinely cared about this person. And I know that by doing what he did and breaking my boundaries, my final straw, me blocking him, he lost out on a really, really good person in his life. And that's his loss. But I will not accept that level of treatment for someone. And he no longer has the privilege and the access to me. He no longer has the privilege of having me in his life. He no longer has access to me. And that feels really good. Feels freeing. Has this profound sense of clarity that the universe really showed me what was going on. And yes, I know blocking sounds really dramatic. But at some point when I was in an emotionally and physically abusive narcissistic relationship, and I was deciding whether or not to block this person, this was two years ago, I was on the phone with my family and they said, Sasha, if you do not block him right now, we think that there's a part of you that wants to continue to stay in the drama, to stay in this narrative, to keep hurting yourself, to keep trying to play this game. If you block him, you are signaling that you will no longer accept this behavior from someone else. You will no longer accept someone treating you this way. And if you keep his number unblocked, you keep his availability, his ability to access you. You are not actually walking away because there is always a chance that I get sucked back in. And so that conversation with my parents stood out to me. If I'm serious about not being treated this way, about walking away from old patterning, about breaking it and choosing connections that feel safe, secure, and nourishing, I must let this go. And I must give myself closure. Never get an explanation from the other person. Never know what they were thinking. Never see whether or not they apologized or whether or not they tried to access me again, whether or not they cared enough to try. 
you know, is it even trying or is it just pulling back in because they don't want to lose that emotional energy that they're getting from me? And so I blocked him two years ago. The same thought ran through my mind when I was contemplating whether or not to block this person who was in my life just until recently and deciding whether or not they were to lose access to me. Yes, of course. There's a huge part of me that wanted to leave the number open, wanted to see what he said, wanted to see whether or not he was sorry, wanted to see what his excuse would be, what his apology would be, how this would pan out. But I knew at the same time that that was leaving the door open and making okay his behavior and letting him stay in my life after that behavior. Anyone who mistreats you, anyone who disrespects you does not deserve access to you. They can make excuses. They can make apologies. They can do whatever they want, but they do not deserve access to you. I have a tendency to forgive and want to give people chance after chance after chance to be in my life. I want to see the best in people. But to some degree, when I'm looking at somebody's potential, am I really seeing their potential or am I just reflecting back what I would do in their shoes? When people show you who they are, believe them. When people show you the way that they behave, the way that they treat you, believe them and decide your proximity to that. And while I'm really looking at balance in my life, how do I create balance between the things that I love to do, my projects, my life, my friends, my family, my commitments to yoga teacher training, to yoga teaching, to breathwork coaching, to all of my projects, all my pursuits, this podcast, my job, taking care of myself. I'm looking to create balance amongst all these things, but certain situations and scenarios do not require balance. They require your unwavering commitment to yourself, your unwavering commitment to break your patterns in the things that hurt you. I tried to negotiate. I tried to create balance in this situation by saying, okay, maybe if we're friends, then it'll work. Okay, maybe if I let go of my emotional attachment to him and create some distance, then it will work. No. Sometimes if a person shows you that they are not capable of having your back or you show yourself that you're not capable of relating to this person in a healthy way, they bring out your insecurities. They make you act out of a place of looking for validation, looking for attachment, looking for connection because you don't feel secure in the connection that they give you. That's what happened to me. I have connections in my life right now that I act from an extremely secure place from because I don't need to try to figure out what I mean to this person. I don't need to try to figure out whether they like me or not, what they want from me or not. I can have a clear, honest conversation if I remember wondering, hey, what do you want from me? But in connections where that is so muddy and unclear that I start acting from insecurity, seeking validation, seeking some kind of clarity from another person, those are the connections that it's not worth creating balance in. It is not worth giving up your peace to preserve what you believe is a friendship or a connection. Because it's likely not. It's an addiction. It's an addiction to this emotional up and down cycle. This addiction to validation, to your past patterns. And it is so hard to break patterns. I will be the first to say it. It is incredibly challenging. I fell into this pattern again. And that's what I was realizing. Like, are you kidding me? Again, I'm falling for someone emotionally unattached and I'm negotiating subconsciously 
to try to get them in my life and get them to like me. But once you see the pattern, you have a choice whether to perpetuate it or to break it. And I urge you that if you're rerunning any old programming, any patterns that don't serve you, that force you to act out of insecurity, that force you to seek validation from another person, that make you doubt yourself and what you're doing, run, walk away, stop putting yourself in that position. I promise you that other person, even if they're going through it, even if they're struggling, they will be okay. And you do not have to go down and be a martyr and suffer yourself to try to support another person. Connections should feel healthy. They should feel energizing. They should feel warm. They should not feel up and down. They should not feel confusing. They should not put you in a position to potentially violate your patterns or violate your boundaries or put you in a position to doubt yourself. And so I encourage you to take a look at where are you trying to find balance or negotiate with yourself with something that you know deep down is not for you. It's not good for you. I feel that the universe gave me exactly what I needed. Was it what I wanted? No, but it was what I needed. The universe gave me clarity. The universe showed me what I needed to see, and I was able to either act on that or pretend that I didn't see anything and just keep this shit going. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of running old shit that I know doesn't serve me. And I'm committed to myself. I'm committed to preserving and protecting my peace and being around connections that feel safe and good in my body and my heart and my mind. And so, yeah, blocking someone might seem dramatic. At the same time, it is a clear signal to myself of what I will and will not accept in my life. And I know that this person no longer has the privilege of accessing me, no longer has the privilege of accessing my support, of accessing my love, of accessing my care. And that fucking sucks. And at the same time, it reinforces my belief in myself. I am proud of how much I've grown. I am proud that I can walk away from something that is emotionally abusive, something that is not healthy, and even though I'm empathetic, even though I don't want to hurt anyone. My first and foremost priority is not to hurt myself. And in this case, I was hurting myself. In this journey, I'm walking away and I'm moving toward things that feel really, really good. And the universe didn't give me what I wanted, but it gave me what I needed. It gave me clarity and I had the choice of whether or not to continue on with my bullshit or to choose differently. And I chose differently. It was the final nail in the coffin. And I see that even though for the past month I've been negotiating with myself, trying to make it work, trying to find a balance, sometimes there is no balance. Sometimes it is black and white of like this pattern is disrespecting and harming yourself versus walking away from it is honoring all the growth that you have done, all of your commitment to loving yourself and to protecting yourself and to being around people and things that feel good. And sometimes there is no balance. There is a black or white, right or wrong. This is good for me versus this is not. And it might take time to get there. But I encourage you to take a look. What connections, what things, what patterns are you trying to negotiate right now? What are you trying to negotiate with? Trying to find a balance where really there is no balance. It's a black and white of this is not good for me. 
And even though it's scary in the short run, even though I don't want to lose this person, even though I quote unquote see their potential, again, you see what you would do in their shoes. I'm going to walk away and I'm going to break the cycle. It's an incredibly hard thing to look at. But I implore you, protect yourself, love yourself, choose yourself, set your boundaries and uphold them. Have your own back. I promise you other people will be okay. You do not need to die on a cross for them. And in order to really show up for the connections that do feel nourishing and do feel supportive and do feel loving in your life, you cannot keep being sucked by people, places, and things that do not nourish you, that confuse you, that violate your boundaries. That's not love. That's not friendship. That's not faith. That is addiction to emotional highs and highs, lows and lows, validation. That is addiction to your patterning. That is familiarity. And you have the choice to walk away once you see a pattern. You can walk away or you can keep going with this cycle. And I encourage you to really look at, really challenge yourself. Where can you walk away to create more space, more freedom to build and invest in the things that do serve you, right? We often think, oh, I lose someone. I'm so empty inside. Reframe that emptiness to spaciousness. You let go of something that wasn't working, that was violating your sense of self. And you created more space for things to come through, whether that's a new job, a new person, a new passion project, a new activity, a new hobby. You created space for that hobby to come through because you are no longer giving your energy up to something that does not serve you. Yeah, it might hurt and it might suck, but know that in the long run, it's in service of your highest self. And you can prioritize short-term pleasure or you could prioritize long-term health and stability and security and your long-term relationship with yourself. No short-term gratification validation is worth your long-term relationship with yourself. So really look, where are you negotiating? Where are you treating short-term for long-term gain? And start honoring yourself. I know that you can do it. I know that you can. Create space for the things that do serve you. And show yourself that no matter what, you have got your own back. Those moments of clarity will set you free from that which does not serve you. And they will reinforce your relationship with yourself and your trust with yourself. I know it did for me. I'm in a place of immense clarity and peace and presence with this. And I hope that that came through. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, please feel free to reach out on Instagram at Evolve with Sasha. I'm deeply grateful for you listening, reflecting, asking these hard questions, having these hard conversations with yourself in service of a life of so much joy, highest alignment, love, fulfillment, security, stability, connection, genuine fulfillment. These are the moments that shape your relationship with yourself and build who you are. I'm so proud of you and I'm so grateful for you listening. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and I can't wait to see you back here next week. Thank you.